Praise the Lord. Take your Bibles tonight. Turn to Psalm 36. We did have a change in the <clears throat> preaching schedule. And uh, it just so happens God knew it was going to take place. And God gave me a word. And I thank God He always gives us a word. Amen. Boy, He never leaves us without, never leaves us wanting. He gives us everything we need. Praise His holy name. Psalm 36 tonight, verses 7 through 9. We're going to look at a, boy, a very straightforward statement here. How excellent is thy loving kindness. Let's, uh, if you have found your places there, let's read this together tonight, beginning in verse 7. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore the children of men... Put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. They shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of thy house. And thou shalt make them drink of the river of thy pleasures. For with thee is the fountain of life. In thy light shall we see light. I pray tonight that you'll open up your heart. Hear the word of God, the truth of who He is tonight, folks. Listen to me. We don't. T- There's a lot of things in this world that we got we don't really need. But one thing we need is Jesus. One thing we need is the power of God. One thing we need is the love of God upon us. And I pray tonight we'll just see how good it is, how great and wonderful it is when we experience Jesus. Let us pray together. Heavenly Father God, I do thank you, God, for this time together. God, I thank you for what was accomplished this morning. God, I thank you for what's already been accomplished tonight. God, I thank you for the, uh, God, the music, the praise, God, unto you, God, the worship, Lord. God, I I pray we never get over singing about the blood. God, I, I pray we never get tired of singing of your goodness and grace, God. God, thanking you for Calvary. God, to think about tonight where we'd be without you, God. I'm so glad I ain't got to. Thank you for salvation, God. Thank you for your love, God. God, I pray tonight you open us up, God. God, we'd experience you real, God. Lord, there's a lot of fabrications and a lot of productions, but God, we want the real thing. God, we want you, Lord. God, your presence, God. God, the confirmation from you in our hearts, God. God, I pray you lead and guide us now. Bless the reading of your word. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Tonight as we look at this, uh, boy, these wonderful three verses I was uh, reading and studying uh, really two weeks ago, and God had put this on my heart and didn't know when I'd uh, get the opportunity to preach it, but with things opening up, it was tonight that God opened it up, and I thank Him and praise Him for it. We're going to uh, really, we'll stay around uh, this theme tonight of Scripture. How excellent is thy loving kindness. You realize tonight we could spend the rest of the night talking about God's loving kindness. How much He loves us and cares about us. Sure, you know uh, by the Word of God, uh, we all know uh, pretty much that the Scriptures tell us that God is love. Aren't you glad God is love? Aren't you glad it doesn't say God is 
uh, even though He is a God of judgment, He's not just a God of judgment, but that He is a God of love. Boy, isn't that great that He would not only be that to us and be that for us, but that He would let us know that and He would show that. Can I tell you tonight, there's not one of us that truly deserve that love, but yet God has provided it to us. I wonder tonight, you know, sometimes we, we get to thinking so high about ourselves. And, and listen to me, I know tonight you might say, I crawled in here humble tonight, but reality is we probably could all do a lot more humbling. We could probably do a whole lot more examining to see how good God's been to us. You know, we, uh, we, we forget, and so many times when we do forget, we go off the rails and go on our own, and, and we go without God. Can I tell you now, you don't want to go without the love of God. Oh, you don't want to go without His loving kindness. What am, I, what am I talking about tonight? When we consider Thy loving kindness, when we're talking about the loving kindness of God, we are talking about tonight God manifesting His love to us. God manifesting His love to us. What does that look like? That looks like God intervening in our lives. You understand that? God intervening in our lives. We do not deserve God's intervening. But can I tell you tonight, I thank God for His intervening. Where would I be without the cross? She's singing about Calvary. Where would we be without Calvary? We'd be doomed for hell tonight. You realize that? Be doomed for hell tonight. Oh, His loving kindness, how He manifests love to us. Can I tell you tonight, we do not deserve a Savior, but thank God I got one. Thank God I've got one. And uh, those of you who, uh, like me, have, uh, boy, opened your heart and by faith trusted, accepted, and received Christ, you know of His loving kindness. Do you not? Boy, how He manifested Himself into your heart. I'd ask you to go back tonight. I believe it's good sometimes to go back to the night you got, or the day, or the morning, or the hour that you received Christ as your Lord and Savior. I, I, boy, I just get you tonight to stop and think about how, what you were and the state you were in before you got saved. See, it'll, it'll humble us. It'll show us just how, you realize when we get low, God gets high. You realize that? And then when we get low, listen, uh, God will, will raise us up. Uh, you understand that's the way it works. Uh, when we get, boy, when we get ourselves high, God has to bring us low. But it's when we get low, we see how just great God is. Oh, the greatest state that we can possibly be in is in a state of humbleness. Oh, that's when we see the loving kindness of God. That's when we can see the manifestation of God's love in us. First, we've seen it in His promise. We can go back to Genesis chapter 3, verse number 15. The promise of the Savior. And we can go out throughout the Old Testament. We were in Joshua this morning and we talked how the very sacrifices, boy, pointed to the coming Christ and what He would do for us. And You and I tonight, we look back to the cross and what was accomplished for you and I. I really hope you realize tonight what, is a, what was accomplished for you and I. Can I tell you folks, His loving kindness should not be taken for granted should not be taken for granted. But I want you to notice tonight, number one, because of His loving kindness, tonight we are safe. You hear me tonight? Because of His loving kindness, 
We are safe. Now, we didn't know it. I mean, we talk about the fact we're not going to hell all the time. I, I think it ought to be celebrated. Amen? Amen. We ought to have a I'm not going to hell party. Yes. Hey, they can party and all that. Hey, we ought to be able to get together as Christians and praise God. We'll be up all night praising God how we ain't going to hell. Yes, I tell you what, that ought to turn some heads and get some, uh, boy, get some people thinking, hadn't it? Sister Helen, I hear that chuckle out there. Yes, praise God because we can. You listen to me tonight. There ain't nobody or anything that could drag me to hell. I'm saved. Every hair of my head is saved. You know, every toenail I got, and I got some long ones, saved. Yes. Say, I go through socks faster than you, I can guarantee you. I'll rip a hole in them quick. We better get back to how safe we are. I got to tone down that transparency, don't I? Notice tonight, though, because of his loving kindness... Because of his loving kindness. Think about it tonight. I'm safe. I'm safe in the arms of Jesus. I'm sealed. I'm ready to be delivered. I ask you tonight, is that you? Is that you? you I mean, we can hoop and holler about it, but I ask you this. Do you know? That you know tonight. You say, preacher, I'm here on Sunday night, ain't I? I mean, I come out to hear the word. I come out to worship tonight. That don't mean you're saved. Do you know that you're safe in the arms of Jesus? Have you given your life to Christ? Have you received Him as your own? Do you know that you know that you know? Praise God for a testimony. Praise God we can shout it out. Praise God we're saved. Just like as those Israelites were safe this morning, safe to worship, praise God we're safe to do whatever God calls us to do. I tell you, there's no place that we can go uh, uh, under God's will and direction that we would be in trouble. Now, we might face persecution. Because some of you are saying, wait a minute, I've been through some tough times before following God. Wait a minute. I didn't say we wouldn't have persecution. I didn't say we'd have tough times. But we sure don't go by ourselves. Praise God we don't go by ourselves. No, we are safe with the Lord. In, uh, in that uh, trust, we can trust Him with it. Uh, I direct your attention back to verse number 7. How excellent is thy loving kindness to who? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, let us be reminded where our loving kindness comes from. As much as you love your spouse, oh, the love of God that we need is only got to only going to come from God. You can't go from a to a different well looking for it. There's only one well it springs up from. And that's Him. <laughs> the well of life. <laughs> oh, that spring. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Listen to me. In that uh, trust, in that trusting in His love, we also trust in His power. In His power. Tonight I want you to think about this. As the scripture says in verse 7, Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. You know, we look at that word shadow. That word shadow means a defense. How many of you tonight, listen to me, you might think, well, what's a shadow? 
<coughs> what's the shadow going to do for me? Well, I can tell you this, if the wing of God's over it, it's going to do a lot. It's a defense for His children. A defense. Listen to me. I know that wherever I go, listen, there's that shadow. There's that shadow. And if I'm under the will of God, guess what? That shadow going to be there. Oh, praise God for the shadow of His wings. We look at His wings. That's a plural word there. We think of His power. We think of His love. And I want to get you to really think about this tonight because we think we talk a lot about the power of God. We talk a lot about the love of God. And I thank God for both. Amen? But you think about the power of God and you think about how boy how dreadful boy how dreadful and afraid we'd be of God if if we had God's power but we didn't have God's love think about that tonight oh think about it you see it's in those situations that we realize just how great God's love is are you with me tonight are we are we are we packed up ready to go is everybody with me we see not only the safety, but we also see those wings, the, the power and the love of God. But think of it, uh, think of it like this. Uh, A.C. Dixon, 1893, tells a story. Tells a story about a, a man. Yes, I read a lot of dead people. Amen. Praise God. They, they ain't nothing like that good old stuff. I love it. A.C. Dixon preaching a message. It was a, a month with Moody. <clears throat> Praise God for Moody Church. And all that God's done there throughout the years. What a blessing. But uh, A.C. Dixon was preaching a, a message there called Diamonds. And he was preaching from this passage. And he gives the story of this. And I, I tell you, I wouldn't normally tell the story that somebody's already told. But I tell you, I think it'll help you tonight. I think, I, I think it'll help you understand this a little bit. So go with me. Here is, uh, here's a man with a little dog. How many of y'all ever had an unruly dog? We could have said an unruly wife. We could have said unruly children. <laughs> now everybody ain't laughing. But there's this man. He's going to the zoo. All right, everybody got that in their mind. He's going to the zoo. Man's got a little unruly dog. That dog driving him crazy. Won't listen. He's chased that dog all over the zoo. And he's had enough with that thing. He's had enough of that thing so much so that he looks at that zookeeper and he says. You can throw that dog in that cage. Then that cage is a lion. You know what that zookeeper does? He throws that dog in that cage. Throws him in a cage with that lion. Now, now go with me now. Hang with me. He throws that little dog in the cage with that lion. That little dog there. You can just imagine what that little dog was doing. Up against that big old lion. Oh, there's that big lion standing, I mean, sitting there. I mean, just majestic them lions are. And that little old dog in front of that lion, it just shaking, trembling, looking up at that lion, just knowing that at any moment he could just be destroyed, utterly destroyed. That lion walks up to that little dog. Everybody with me? Lion walks up to that little dog and... That lion with all his power and all of his strength, he raises up that mighty paw to that little dog. That little dog got to be thinking, man, this is it. It's over with. Boy, I should have been good while I could have been, right? Huh? Right? No, that lion, that lion looks up at that, looked, at, looked down at that little dog and raises that big old paw and just when he could have with power come down and struck that dog, really destroyed that thing. He reaches down and he strokes that little dog. 
Strokes that, yes, amen. Praise God. Save that little dog. Strokes that little dog, right? Strokes that little dog. Next thing they know, the zookeeper finds that little dog tucked in. That lion done took that little dog and then pulled it in underneath it. Going to take care of it. Going to take care of it. Some weeks later passed by and the owner of that dog. I mean, some of y'all now, y'all getting uptight about that owner now. Y'all put him in that cage with that lion. I know some of y'all really love your dogs. I love my little dog. It'd be a good thing for us not to take my little dog to the zoo. <laughs> Here it is some weeks later. I'll get hate mail on that. Some weeks later, here comes the man come back to the zoo. He come through the zoo and he said, Hey, sir, you know, I, I really repented. I've I changed my heart about this thing. Realized that wasn't a good thing. I shouldn't have told you to do that. I think I'd like to come get that little dog back. Take that little dog home. That zookeeper looked at him, threw him the keys, and said, All right, go in there and get it. <laughs> huh? Hey, he walks up to that cage, looks in that cage, and there is that dog, that little dog strutting around like a lion. Huh? I say all that to say this, folks. <laughs> I want you to think about it. Just like that lion. He could have he utterly destroyed that little dog. You, you with me? Hey, one swipe of that thing, he could have he knocked it upside the cage, knocked it out, and killed it instantly. Could have, if he'd have wanted to. But yet in love, he reached down and stroked that, that little puppy dog, just like that. That dog probably had more hair than James Allen. I'm going to lose all my hair this week. I know it's going to happen. I'm saying all that to say this. Think about this. Think about this tonight. We talk about the safety and we talk about the power and the love of God. When we run, when we run to Christ, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Anybody know what I'm talking about tonight? Hey, when we, when we, <laughs> when we, deserve, <laughs> when we deserve to be utterly destroyed. We deserve to be taken out. We deserve not to have another breath or live another day of life. We've been unruly. Anybody been there? But thanks be to God. Oh, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Oh, he tucks us in. Oh, instead of taking that pole with power. Oh, in love, he reaches down and touches us. Folks, what am I saying tonight? The power of God is wonderful. But I'm glad to know tonight I don't have to know God apart from His love. You realize in His power we would be destroyed. But it's in the love of God we are brought close to Him. Oh, what a Savior tonight. You see, when you realize just who you are, listen to me, and I'm not here to beat anybody up tonight. Listen, I'm right here with you. We're a bunch of sinners. We're still sinners. You say tonight, that's offensive to me. Well, join the club. Dr. Seuss is there. He's been canceled. Huh? <laughs> Goodness gracious, I didn't want to say that. Some of these things just slip out, don't they? I'm glad I can know the power of God, but I can also know the love of God. 
the love of God tonight. Oh, how great His love for us is. How wonderful it is. Thank God tonight that we can go to Him in His loving kindness. I want you to notice, secondly, tonight, His loving kindness brings us great satisfaction. Great satisfaction. Verse number 8. Verse 7, How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God! Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. Are you there tonight? They shall be abundantly, abundantly satisfied with the fatness of thy house. I want you to think about this tonight. Isn't it amazing that God just doesn't provide? God didn't just satisfy. He goes over and above for His people. Over and above. You name the need and God, boy, God names the satisfaction. He's got it, folks. He's got it to the, boy, to the restless heart, to the, boy, the soul that's just hurting and the, the heart that's just breaking. Praise God. He satisfies our soul. He satisfies us. He's a good provider. You know that tonight? He's a good God, but He's a good provider. Hey, when we don't know where the next thing's coming from, and I, I don't know if you've ever been there, but I have. You thought you were short this. You thought you were short that. And God come through. He's a provider. Oh, how a good provider He is. And I, I want to remind you uh, tonight, church, because uh, God is calling us to do some great things. God has given us, I believe, massive opportunities in these coming days. You hear me? Oh, I'm not telling you that to get you all worked up. Boy, if I was going to do that, I'd say a lot of more crazy stuff than that. Come on. No, I believe with all of my heart God is giving us great opportunity in these days ahead. And I want to remind you that we can trust His loving kindness. We can trust His hand. We can trust the provision that He has for His people. I want you to be reminded of this today. That our need, our need and His will for our life and what He gives us is according to His riches. Did you catch that? We miss that so many times. We think about what we have to offer, what we have to give. Can I remind you tonight, God owns it all. Oh, He owns it all. I was remembering, I, I've said the phrase a, a few times. I heard it while, uh, I, I guess the week before we went to Myrtle, one of the guys were talking about how God just broke through in a mighty way. A church was looking to do a remodel up in North Carolina, and dear brother friend of mine, and a uh, little church, little tiny church, praise God for little tiny churches on the side of the road. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> you know, that's the ones God's going to use too. Amen. But he had it on his heart that they'd remodel the church and do some things, some upkeep that need to take place. And he said, people, I don't know how God's going to do it. I don't know how we're going to do it, but I trust God for it. He got a phone call the same week, and, and brother in the church said, I, I've just been led by God. I want to pay for the entire remodel. Now, you might say tonight, that's crazy. No, it ain't. That ain't crazy. Why is that? Because God owns it all. You see, our need and, and what, listen, what God calls us to do, He will provide for. Listen, and I'm talking about not only as a church body, but whatever your need is tonight. Listen, He's satisfying. He satisfies the need. He's God. 
And He'll supply our needs according to His riches. Where? In glory. You know what that tells us? It ain't running out. It ain't running out. Just as His grace, His riches ain't going to run out, folks. No, they'll keep pouring out and pouring out and pouring out. God help us. God help us to be satisfied not in our government. <laughs> not in this world. Certainly not in our flesh. Not with what the devil entices us. But God help us to be satisfied in the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Folks, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. If we want satisfaction, we need to go no further than the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. And aren't you glad tonight we ain't got to go down to Egypt and get it? I'm glad to know that we don't have to go out those doors and ask the world to do anything for the church. Some of you might say, man, that doesn't sound very good. Huh? No, that's Bible, folks. That's Bible. God owns it all. And God will provide what we need. But I believe He'll do it with His people. And do it through His people. And He'll bless His people. It all comes down to faith, though. We've got to have the faith to do it. It won't happen no other way. He is our satisfaction. I want you to know, reading on down, How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God! Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. Everybody got that one now? Read it four times. I'm I'm praying it sink in for us. Verse 8. They shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of thy house. Whose house is it? Not my house. Not your house. His house. (laughs) His house. And thou shalt make them drink of the river of thy pleasures. Ain't you glad to know he's a sharing God? Ain't you glad to know he's a giving God? I told you this morning, we, hey, the people of God are givers because our God is givers. He's a giver. He's a giver. Anytime you, listen, anytime we're we're showing uh, God praise and honor and glory, We're giving, but we're like Christ. We're like Christ. I pray we don't miss that. Don't miss that. Notice the pleasures of God. What do you mean? Why don't you look around and see how God has blessed you? Won't you, won't you just look around and see how God has blessed you? We, we many times want to focus on what we ain't got. But I pray we focus on what we do have. Boy, God has blessed us. God has blessed us richly. I don't know not one of y'all that's not going back to a home tonight. Boy, how God has blessed us. I can guarantee you, you're either out there in a car or you're riding with somebody tonight. Praise God, He provides the transportation. Praise be to God. You know, there's great benefits being saved. Great benefits being a child of God. He shares those pleasures with us. Praise be to God, He does. Notice this, they shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of thy house, and thou shalt make them uh, drink of the rivers of thy pleasure. Verse 9, for thee is the fountain of life. In the light shall we see light. (laughs) Number three tonight, I, I hope you get all these. Number three tonight, his loving kindness is a blessing to us. You understand that? His loving kindness is a blessing to us. How is that, preacher? He is the fountain of life. He is the fountain of life. There is no other. 
And I want to tell you this tonight. I thank God that I ain't got a pump and prime. <laughs> Some of y'all don't even get this. I mean, <laughs> y'all with me? She is. Praise God. All right. Some people think they got to prime it up. Huh? Oh, they think they got to prime it up, boy. They got to prime it up, get you all worked up, thinking that's going to get God here. Huh? Sometimes we think we got to get on that rope and get over that hole and start pulling that rope. Can I tell you, listen to me, His blessing is not determined of us. Who He is is not determined of us. Does everybody understand that tonight? The fountain of life is the fountain of life whether we're on the boat with Him or not. Yes, yes. But thank God we can get with His program. Right? And get on board with Him, right? He is the fountain of life. It's not dependent on anybody else. Ain't nobody, no, nobody gets a say-so in it. He is the fountain of life. And aren't you glad tonight we look at that word fountain? Does everybody know what that relates to? That relates to a spring. To a spring. Everybody with me? So think about this. We was talking about how His love don't never run dry. Mercy, His grace don't never run dry. Thank God. Hey, the living water never runs dry. He's the fountain of life. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. What a blessing it is. Let me tell you something. You say, preacher, well, how, in the world, how in the world could God bless me more than he already has? I don't know. Why don't you let go and let God and you'll see. Hmm? He's the fountain of life. He owns it all. He gives it all. And he gives it to a people who are seeking after him. I think we miss it. I think we miss it, folks. Listen to me. I love you. I think we're doing a great job. A great job here. And I, I say a great job. This ain't a job. But you know what I mean. I thank God for the ministry and the work that's going on here. Let's not miss God in it. Let's not miss what God wants to do and how God wants to bless us. Notice lastly. Notice lastly the light. Notice lastly the light. Preacher, what do you mean tonight? Listen, when we, when we think about His loving kindness, how He manifests His love. Look at what He says about His light. His loving kindness shines the light. Why is that? Because He is the light. He is the light. I want to tell you something tonight. Listen, you try walking in darkness. Anybody been there? It's hard to get where you're trying to go, ain't it? Because you can't stay on your feet. I tell you what, so many times we'll go out there looking for light. Huh? We'll see a night light and go chase it. When we get close to God, He is the light. Think about, think about this tonight. You try walking by the, by the light or love of this world. Boy, you, you, you'll be empty real quick. You'll find yourself in darkness really quick. Because that little night light you see out there shining, it ain't a real light. That's a false light. Let me tell you something. The devil's trying to duplicate everything that he can. Boy, he is. Hey, he is a false Christ. You hear me? 
He is a false Christ, and he's done everything that he can to, boy, to shine some kind of light. But he is not the light. What do you mean, preacher? Thank God for Psalm 119, 105. You say, preacher, what is that? Well, let me read it to you. I think you'll remember it. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. A light unto my path. Light is revealed where? Through the word of God. You realize in His loving kindness, He gave us His Word. And through His loving kindness, He gave us Himself. He gave us the light. I wonder tonight how, how much have you experienced of God's light in your life? How bright are you honestly shining tonight? It's by faith that we experience His loving kindness. And it's only by experiencing His loving kindness that the light is going to shine through us. I said, church, that God was going to give us great opportunity. And this is where God led my heart on this last part of this verse. Our light has got to be shining bright. You mean, what do you mean, preacher? How does this all go together? I told you that His loving kindness is the manifestation of His love to us. But He just don't want to manifest His love to us, does He? He wants to manifest His love to everybody. Matter of fact, He did it in His darling Son. He did it in sending the Lord Jesus Christ to die on the cross. And to shed His blood for us. But for us to really shine His light, that manifested love has got to be in us. What do you mean, preacher? we got to be close and clean with God. That's where it all boils down tonight. All these are wonderful things that we can get excited about. And we can shout about. And listen, I shout with you because it's good stuff. Thank God for His love and kindness. Thank God that He cares about us. He didn't have to manifest anything but judgment, but He chose to manifest His love. That's the God I serve. And tonight we got to ask ourselves, is His loving kindness shining through us? We're not the light, but we shine the light. And tonight, <laughs> depending on where our lives are with Him, depends on how bright that light is. Everybody understand where I'm going? You see, we got work to do, church. Preacher, you say that all the time. We've got work to do. We're going to have work to do until He takes us home. This side got it. We've got work to do until He takes us home. Ain't it the truth? If we're honest with ourselves and certainly honest with God, He'll show us where we need work. He'll show us what's dimming our light. He'll show us what's in the way that needs to be removed. You say, preacher, we're talking about loving kindness. Yeah, we're talking about a clean life, too. Because that, hey, listen to me. It's got to be clean if the light's going to get through. Amen. We got to be clean. So I'm asking you this tonight. I don't know where you are with the Lord. Maybe you're coming tonight and saying, I need to experience His loving kindness. Can I tell you, you can do that? You can still experience His loving kindness. Why? Because we're still here. You still have breath in your lungs. You can still go to God. You can still experience His love.
But I can tell you this. Child of God, why would you put off being clean? Is everybody with me tonight? Let's just be honest. Why would we put off being clean or not being clean? Why would we, why would we trade the smudge when we could be shining bright for Christ? Because I can tell you this, if we're, not, if we're not clean, we ain't reaching nobody. You say, what do you mean, preacher? Because it's your testimony. People see what you do. People see how you talk. People see where you go, right? People know, people know who the priority is in your life. I say who the priority is. I guess I should say what the priority is. Hmm? We got work to do. And it all starts right here. And I'm asking you this tonight. Let's not put off. I said it this morning. I'm going to say it again. Please don't put off to tomorrow what God is wanting to do in your heart today. Because I can tell you what happens. The devil, oh, he's, he, oh, he is good at some things, isn't he? Oh, he's good at some things. Oh, you walk out of here, you'll never think about it again. Oh, he'll have you on so many things that you won't think about it again. I'm asking you this. Why don't you do it tonight? Sister, if you would come, uh, whoever's going to play, listen to me. Why don't we do business with God tonight? You might be here tonight and listen to me. You may not even know what I'm talking about, about his loving kindness. Won't you come experience it tonight? Won't you get saved? Child of God, won't you get clean? Let's do it. Let's do it. We don't have to be ashamed. We don't have to be afraid. Praise God, we've all been there. And we go through this together. So I'm going to ask you, heads bowed, eyes closed, this altar's open. Sister Judy's going to play. I'm going to ask you this just to mind God. This altar's open. I tell you, if we don't, boy, if we don't do it, when are we going to do it? Won't we seek God? Won't you seek God while He can be found? Close and clean with the Lord. Close and clean with the Lord. He's calling us tonight. Will you come? Will you come? Boy, in this quietness tonight as that piano plays, I, I just feel led. Why don't we just come? Folks are coming. Is God calling you to come? Boy, have you experienced that loving kindness of God? How about that light? Is it clean? Are you clean that that light can get through you? Boy, if we're going to go out and reach a lost and dying world, they need to see the light. Amen. Oh, they need to see the light. God, I, I thank you for your word tonight, God. I thank you for the worship. And God, I thank you for an invitation time. God, where we can go before you, God. And God, if we're not right, God, and we're not clean, God, we can come. God, we can just be right. God, that your love be manifested in us, through us, God. God, that people would be saved, lives would be changed, God. Maybe our homes, God, maybe our homes are in trouble tonight. God, there's a bright light needed on our homes. God, I pray we're right before you, Lord. Close and clean, God. God, help us now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.